that metal interview. Hey, hey, out there, everybody out there, rockers, metalheads around the world. This is James here with that metal interview, our very own podcast, all the way from the state of Texas in the United States. And a big shout out and hello, hello to everybody out there in the world. And whichever country you may be at, we hope you guys are having a good day and a good night. Uh, James here. We're going to present to you on this episode, on this podcast. This guy was the bass player for the late Janie Lane of Warrant. If you guys remember Janie Lane of Warrant, passed away a couple years ago. And now he stands uh, and rocks with LA legends, the Bullet Boys from LA, Sunset Strip. Um, this guy, his name is Chad McDonald. For those of you that follow rock and roll history and those of you who follow Bullet Boys and Janie Lane's band, uh, Chad was nice enough to spend some time with our very own Adrian A.D. Ibarra of J-Rock's Metal Zone. I mean, when you speak of great bass players that play every note with a passion, you gotta be talking about this guy right here, man. And here is Chad McDonald of the Bullet Boys. This is A.D. Barra with J-Rock's Metal Zone here with Chad uh, McDonald of uh, the Bullet Boys. Chad, what do you think of the crowd? Oh, they're lovely. You guys are great down here. We'd love to come back. And uh, I got to say, it's probably the closest I've been to Mexico without going into Mexico. So it's really interesting. If you look really closely, you can see the lights across the river. Uh, we're, that, we're that close, uh, Chad. You know, uh, I'm going to tell you right now that uh, there's a theater right there. You see where it says Aztec? I do see that. Uh, in 1981, my band, uh, my band uh, headlined in that in that. Uh, theater and we brought a couple of bands from Mexico over here those guys uh, actually lived the, the American dream for the first time you know they were playing covers uh, but you know what we were playing originals you know we were Exodus before California Exodus Ooh, wow. and uh, you know this is a legendary place bro and for, for Hollywood to have come to Eagle Pass it's just an amazing thing and uh, I just want to tell you that the, the rhythm section was really tight. Talk to me a little bit about the band. Ah, okay. Well, uh, we just play from the heart. We don't do. Uh, I have a rule. I don't. I don't like to think. I just want to play. So I just feel it. I feel the pulse, and I try to keep that pulse going. And uh, I just let the music kind of flow through me. And as soon as my brain gets in the way, uh, if, if my brain don't get in the way, we usually have a good a good time. I think it's how long have you been playing? I've been playing since I was about 16. Um, somebody put a bass in my, literally, literally put a bass guitar in my hands and pointed at the dots, and that's how I got started, and that's pretty much how I still do it. What's our guitar player's name, your guitar player, the other guitar player? Uh, his name's Nick Roz. We call him Nico. Nick, but, it, but it's Nick Roz. Okay, other projects that you worked on before Bullet Boys? I used to play with Janie Lane from the late, from the late great Janie yeah, Lane yeah. from 
Warren. And Father Scanse, you know. Yes, I was I was with him for several years before he passed, uh, and that was a lot of fun, and that gave me a lot of uh, touring experience and and uh, learned you know song craft and uh, all kinds of stuff. And then I also got to meet a lot of the other bands in the scene and, and so on, and that's how I ended up playing with these fellows. What What's it like? I mean, the whiskey, the troubadour, you know. Thank you, mate. I mean, talk to me. Yeah, right, brother. Uh, it, it's it's really been uh, pleasurable to play all of those places because they are historic, they are legendary. And the more that I've traveled, the more I realize what's sort of normal and, and you know, in our backyard is are these world-famous places that are very coveted and special and mean a lot to people and, and do have a, a their storied, you know, hallowed places, like what you just said, the whiskey. I've often said that the whiskey is probably the most famous nightclub in the world. You ever run in Lemmy? Oh, you used to run in Lemmy all the time. All you had to do was go to the Rainbow. You'd be, you'd be, you'd be outside, there. at the outside bar, playing video poker all night with a Jack and Coke all night, and he was the sweetest guy. Anybody could go up and talk to him. Anybody could get a photo with him. Um, you really didn't have to buy him a Jack and Coke because he kind of always already had one. But if you if Lenny, you could go online, look at his tour dates. If he wasn't touring, you could see him at the Rainbow. It was a guarantee. It was literally a guaranteed thing. Other 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 uh, influences. Oh man, for me, I love. I like so much stuff. I like Motown as a bass player, um, and I like a lot of the one-hit wonder stuff. I like a lot of '70s light rock, um, '50s rock and roll. I like it all the way back to the upright bass. Um, I like anything that's grooving and, and complements the song. Some of the stuff I like doesn't even have any bass, and I, it, it, you know, the Doors, the Doors, because the music is great and the, the melodies are great, and uh, so it, it's all good. I, I think I think everything out there is um, has has a place. Mark has Motown ties. Oh, he sure does. You're right. Incredible. He doesn't. He has literal Motown ties. And, and, I, and I talked to him the other day. I mean, I interviewed him and. Uh, we had a nice chat, and and I talked to him in Spanish, and I told him, I go, do you speak Spanish? He goes, yeah, a little bit. You know, he told me, un poquito, mm -hmm. you know, no lo hablo mucho, I don't speak it that much, but si lo entiendo, I do understand it. Sure. And I told him, you know what, dude, mi amigo dijo, mi ami yo le dije a mi amigo que tú tienes una trayectoria impresionante. Your, your trajectory, your, your, your career has taken so many incredible turns, it's impressive. Well, and I, I think maybe a lot of people from the heyday era don't realize what a good songwriter he is because they associate the band with you know the four piece power thing and but he is is a he cut above as an actual individual songwriter um, he's the kind of guy I always say he, he's one of those people that could go away into the corner with an acoustic guitar and come up with an amazing beautiful song that can then translate into what we do on the stage that's not easy to do there's not a whole lot of them out there that can sit down and craft songs and then on top of that is other ideas with harmonies and production layering and then his guitar ideas and you know he's a complete package in that way and then, and then as a performer and um, so it's nice when that's recognized by I just love his phrasing yep. you know he does he does stuff you know he's just you know just phrasing yes 
you know, and adding the beans. Oh, yeah. oh my God. That's one of my favorite things. I wish we almost did a little bit more. We do some sections in our show where it's uh, a little unscripted. Thank you. It's a little unscripted, and um, and we get to, I call it, sometimes you're playing music, other times you're actually getting to make music while it's happening. That's fun. That's, it's nice to get out on the edge a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, When we played this place, we had 19 originals when I was a senior in high school. Brilliant. Yeah. Great. And uh, how was Cabo Wobble? Cabo was terrific. I'd never been down there. Um, the weather was terrific. Everybody was extremely hospitable and welcoming to us. Sammy? Sammy was great. The cl- he played. He, he got us in the night that we arrived. He was playing. We were playing the off night. He plays every other night for the whole week for his birthday. And he got us down there to fill in one of the nights that he and the Wabos weren't, were not playing. It was a surefire packed house the whole week. People come from all over, literally all over the world. We, I guess we find out who drove that car. It's a beautiful car. It, it was a wonderful experience. Awesome. And there you have it. The interview in our podcast with Chad McDonald, bass player extraordinaire for the Bullet Boys. We thank Chad for spending a little bit of time with us and dedicating some time to his fans. And thank you to Adrian A.D. Imara of jrocksmetalzone.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Visit us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, Pinterest, Flickr, Twitch, Periscope, Tumblr, Snapchat, SoundCloud, and very soon we'll be in other bunch of other podcast for- formats. So be looking out for J Rock's Metal Zone, that metal interview, and of course log on to jrocksmetalzone.com. And don't forget to support and pick up a copy of Bullet Boy's latest release from out of the skies download stream and support we'll see you next time on that metal interview podcast keep it metal That middle interview.